This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, hour two is upon us. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. I know that was a fast-paced first hour. And real quick, just to give one last plug to K&R, uh, they were explaining a particular situation. Next time I have a mom, we're going to talk about, and that's where uh, some of, uh, how should I say this, elderly, so you're getting close to retirement, or maybe you're in retirement, maybe it's a situation where you need to move back in with you know, the kids or something along those lines, or you, or you co-buy a home together. And they've got a great story along those lines where if that, in fact, is you, be extremely careful how all that is done. I would get some advice, even from somebody like K&R, which these two ladies would be more than willing to sit down and have a chat with anyone along those lines before a, a, a particular decision is made. And they'll do it in a very educational slash non-judgmental way. So if that's something where you're just looking for some additional advice when it comes to what do I do? Where am I at with my current home? Should I add a rental property? Maybe I have a few. Should I add one? Should I sell some? You know, where am I at with all of this? What should I do next? I will tell you that you know, as I get to know these ladies more and more, they will just sit down with you and have a real honest, open conversation as to what works best for you. And then you decide where to go from there. All right. I did have something that if I had time with them, I was going to throw in, but I didn't get a chance to do it. So I'll do it now. In annual rankings, state to live in in 2022. Now, if I was Arizona, I'd be a little ticked at that because they've got so many people moving there right now that that could hardly be the case. But keep in mind, CNBC is run by and is the left, the hardcore left. And they released this particular ranking. In the, for the second consecutive year, they say that Arizona is number one for the worst state to live. It also says the business news outlet. I, I'm not sure I would call CNBC a news outlet or a business news outlet even. But anyways, Vermont got the nod as the best state in the rankings. I, I wouldn't live in Vermont if you paid me to live there. Sorry. No chance. Too far north. Too stinking cold in the winter. Don't like the people. I don't. Sorry for all you East Coasters. I don't like the East Coast. Never have. Never will. It's not my lifestyle. Not me. Not my, not my people. <laughs> I don't want to live there. So I don't know how you could say that's the best place to live in the Union. I would not. But let me finish this article here and you'll know why they do the rankings the way they do they placed arizona at number 34 in its 2022 list of top states for business 
which is based upon 88 metrics in 10 categories of competitiveness. The best and worst states to live to live lists were compiled from the business rankings life, health, and inclusion, keyword there, categories, including metrics such as crime rates, environmental quality, another keyword, health care and availability of child care. We also consider inclusiveness of state laws in areas like protections against discrimination and voting rights. In other words, this is a political poll, not the best place to live poll. It says this is not politics, it's business. Yeah, that's BS. (laughs) It's all politics, folks. Sorry. Sorry. Many Gen Z and millennial workers will turn down jobs that don't match their values. Well, you know, so be it. Good for them, I guess. I guess they don't care so much about where they work, maybe. Maybe they care too much about where they work. And paycheck is last. As they get older and they start figuring out where a lot of that paycheck goes, I honestly think that changes. Not for all, but I do think for a lot, it does. If you need workers, you want to be in a place they're willing to go. Yeah, I, that I don't disagree with. Arizona didn't place in the top 50 for any of the life, health, and inclusion metrics. The state fared particularly poorly in air quality, health resources, inclusiveness, and crime. Um, that's interesting because I've been there many times. They don't have bad air quality. It's not any worse than any other places I've been, to be honest with you. I don't know about the health resources because I rarely, if any, go to the doctor. Inclusiveness and crime. Uh, There's parts of the, especially Phoenix area, that has crime, and there's parts that doesn't. Depends on where you're at, just like any other city. Is it as bad as what we have here in Denver? Probably equal. Although Denver, this Denver Metro Front Range area, is top for cars stolen. If that tells you anything, it's got to be better. Well, it is better there than here when it comes to that. So let me give you some of the leading. By the way, despite all of that, Arizona is still one of the fastest growing states in the country. So CNBC, um, you can pound sand as far as I'm concerned because your your uh, poll is way off. Arizona followed by Texas, then Oklahoma, then South Carolina and Missouri are all the worst states to live in. Well. We all know that there's a ton of people moving to Arizona. There's a ton of people moving to Texas. I don't know about Oklahoma. I wouldn't live there. The wind stinking blows too much, but that's the only reason I wouldn't live there. South Carolina, if there's any East Coast state, I would probably, uh, you know, Carolina's down would probably be okay with me. I don't want to do anything above that. Of course, I've lived in Colorado my entire life, and I don't want to go anywhere where it's colder than what we already have here. Number five, Missouri. Now, my some of my family is from Missouri, it's not that bad there. In fact, you get down around where the Ozarks and that are at, it's actually very pretty, and it's not a bad way of life at all. But to be number five on the worst places to live, um, I, no, I disagree. On the other end, Vermont, number one, number two, Maine. Again, two states I would never live in. Hawaii, I love Hawaii, but their politics and I, I don't think I could do it. I love the state. I love the scenery. You guys all know that. I've traveled there many, many, many times. But I can't handle their political climate at all. And their gun control side of it is even worse. So, no, I couldn't do Hawaii. But they claim it's number three. Number four, North Dakota. That one we already understand. And then number five, Minnesota. 
Now, I think even Dan Muir and producer Ann would tell you that why would anybody want to live there? They kind of do because that's where family and all of that is, but I think both of them would tell you that's a great place to be from, not to move to. I know we've got some listeners that from afar that still listen to us that were here in Denver that now listen to us in Minnesota. Bruce from Minnesota, thank you for listening, and I think even Bruce would agree. Again, some folks go back because they have to because of family and things along those lines, but it's not their number one place. But we know why Minnesota's on this list for CNBC. And by the way, these, this has nothing to do with po- where population's actually going. And we've already seen, Andy and I have talked about this a lot. We may get into this a little bit more tomorrow. Red states are growing, blue states are not. California, for the first time in I don't know how long, Charlie, it's had a decline in population. It, for years, was the place everybody went and wanted to move to. Even when I was a kid, Charlie can remember this as well. That's where everybody is. At. When I was a kid, everybody wanted to go to California and live. Climate, especially. They just wanted to be there. Hustle, bustle, all of that. They had mountains. They've got the ocean. They got the whole nine yards all wrapped up into one state, and that's where everybody wanted to, wanted to move to. Well, their politics have gotten to be such that there's people now leaving. Expense in politics are the two reasons that most people there are leaving. And just to prove my point on what I was saying a moment ago about Minnesota, producer Ann says, I'm making my Minnesota escape plans as we speak. (laughs) So there you go. Um, I, I guess ultimately what I'm trying to get at here, be careful of any poll you see and read. Just because somebody like CNBC comes up with a here's the best place to live poll, read the fine print as to what they use as the criteria for picking. Don't care, frankly. I would think because of our political nature and the things we have going on here, we'd fit into well in the CNBC poll. We're going to fit in well probably in most polls because people are still moving here. Yes, we have some exiting as well, but we have a lot that are still moving to Colorado. So, guys, we'll be right back. High Five Plumbing is up next. And at High Five Plumbing, uh, again, they can take care of the fresh water coming in, the water quality of, making any adjustments necessary to filter that if it needs it. And then on top of that, they can handle anything as far as your sewer, septic, or the lines coming out of the house. You name it, they can do it all. High Five Plumbing, find them at High Five Plumbing. It's 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or klzradio.com. You thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy. That was until you had help installing it from the experts at High Five Plumbing. They took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture perfect. All thanks to the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, with expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. 
Extreme Auto Repair is next, folks, and they want to take care of you, your vehicle, making sure you have solid transportation, and as I've talked many, many times, best way for you to save money. 303-841-1071 or find them at klzradio.com. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problem-solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. All right, Veteran Windows and Doors. I talked to Dave. Actually, he was out at my house earlier today. I've got him quoting me some windows and some, some doors. And by the way, the other thing that he can do, which I talked to Dave about today, is if you've got a, I have a couple of these exit doors where you'd like a really nice screen door on it to where when the temperatures aren't uh, some 90 plus degrees and you'd like to just open up the doors and get some ventilation. In Colorado, we have a lot of days, whether that be winter, late summer, fall, uh, you know, sorry, late summer and fall, spring, where you don't need air conditioning, you just need some ventilation through it. In some cases, just opening up one of your main doors is one of the best ways to do so. But you don't want to let the bugs and the flies and everything else in, so you need a good screen door. They do all of that as well. So it's not just total window and door replacement. If you just want to add on some additional accessories to what you have now, they can do all of that as well. 303-529-0720 or find them at klzradio.com. Dave Bancroft founded Veteran Windows and Doors on three Marine Corps principles. Integrity, knowledge, and dependability. Integrity, because he won't sell you something you don't need. Veteran Windows and Doors charge you an honest amount, saving you half of what the competitors charge. Knowledge, because he would rather you be more educated than the next Windows sales rep that comes to your door. He'll go through the specs of the product you do need in your home. Dave is sure to explain that the U-factor will determine energy efficiency that the solar heat gain coefficient is necessary for temperatures inside your home and in preventing sun damage. Dave doesn't need sales gimmicks like heat lamps because he uses actual industry standards, meeting and exceeding code. Dependability is Dave visiting every customer personally so he can consider what year, how your house was built, and help you customize your new window or door. Veteran windows and doors stand by their principles. Visit klzradio.com slash window to see for yourself. Metro Pavers has a fantastic opportunity for Class A or B commercial dump truck drivers, offering competitive wages, advancement opportunities, health insurance, paid vacation, and performance bonuses. This is the right company to work for. Qualifications for the job include a valid Class A or B commercial driver's license, a professional attitude, hardworking, and the ability to work overtime as needed. You must be able to pass a DOT physical and have a clean motor vehicle registration over the last three years. Metro Pavers built its reputation as a premier asphalt and paving company that has excelled in the greater Denver metro area for multiple generations. The ideal candidate has good communication skills, accountability and experience, safely loading, unloading and securing equipment. Take advantage of this opportunity by visiting MetroPaversInc.com. That's MetroPaversInc.com. 
and tell them KLZ sent you. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, AOC. So Ocasio-Cortez, which if you don't know who she is, you've not been paying any attention to politics, but she is the wacko lefty that is as far left as it gets, almost so far left. She's almost on the far right. She's so far left. I mean, literally, she is that far left. And um, she's, she's calling on Schumer and Pelosi to strip the SCOTUS of their abortion jurisdiction. Now, first of all, that's going to go about as far as I can throw Charlie, which isn't going to be very far. It's not going anywhere, fortunately. But just the thought that the progressives on that you know, end of things think that that something should happen should scare all of us. Quote, we write to you, or we write to urge your support for restricting the Supreme Court's appellate jurisdiction in the areas of abortion, marriage equality, non-procreative intimacy, and contraception, the lawmakers wrote in a letter to congressional leaders. In doing so, we can ensure that as Congress takes legislative actions to codify each of the fundamental rights, by the way, none of those are, a radical, restless, and newly constituted majority on the court cannot further undermine the protections we would enact. In other words, what she's saying is, if we make a law, it is the law, even if it's an illegal law, even though it goes against the Constitution, we want to, we, we want to make sure that the Supreme Court can never correct that. It's essentially what she's saying. And yet, these will be the first people to tell you that being a conservative is being a fascist. Hmm. Hmm. Go figure. I want to make sure I'm perfectly clear. I know all of you already understand this, but some of you out there that are maybe on the fringe or in the middle or or on the left even, you have a congresswoman who's essentially saying that things that the Supreme Court says are not in the Constitution and you do not have a right to, i.e. an abortion, She's saying that if we say that you do, doesn't matter what the Constitution says. Throw it out the window. What Congress says goes, period. In other words, we eliminate one of the checks and balances that the Founding Fathers instilled into our constitutional republic. At that point, I've even got on my own notes, why do we need a Supreme Court? If Congress can just do whatever they want and they can pass any law they want to, even if it goes against the Constitution, then why do we need, if they're telling the Supreme Court to step aside, then why do we need them? I'm, I'm confused. Now, I know I'm not really confused because I do know where they're headed with this, and I will tell you that I feel like this is exactly what the far left wants. They make the rules and they can never be questioned. Folks, that's how fascism really does work. That's how a tyrannical government works. What I say goes. Don't ask questions. What I say goes. You can never question the authority that I have. If I say it, we put it into law, it's a done deal, even though that may be an illegal law. Which does happen, by the way. 
It's happened in the past. It's what the Supreme Court does. It's what they just did with Roe v. Wade. They essentially said, no, sorry, ladies. Sorry, people. I, 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 yeah, ladies. I, I, I meant what I said there, and I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay with that terminology because men can't get pregnant. So, ladies, you don't have a fundamental right to abortion. That's what the Supreme Court said. And if you read the Constitution, it's not there. Neither is some of the other things that AOC would want to have in possession of as a congresswoman making laws. Now, again, this is not going to go anywhere. Not now. Now that, again, this is why we need to be careful and why I continue to say, and a lot of folks on the right will say elections have consequences. This is why we need to be very, very careful with who we elect. It's why when you, all of us, myself included, when we put a check mark next to someone, is it somebody that's going to represent us well? And again, I don't need to get into that. You guys all know my thoughts along those lines. But we, we need to make sure that we have the right people on our side on a continual basis to fight back against this lunacy. Maybe lunacy is not the right word. They, they want, a, they want a, a, a complete takeover of the country. I think they're lunatics, but that's what they want. They want to take over the country. They want to do it their way and their way only. I, on the other hand, don't want that. I also don't want a democracy. You'll, see, you'll hear that a lot. I know I talk about that from time to time, but even we as conservatives need to quit using that name, that term, because we're not. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. They are not one and the same, folks. And I know that name gets interchanged a ton. We have a form of what you would call a loose democracy, I guess you could say. We don't have mob rule. We don't work that way. It's why we want to keep our electoral college intact. It's why we don't want a popular vote. It's why the founders didn't establish a popular vote. It wasn't just because folks back then didn't have the education necessary to know who to vote for. That's what you'll hear a lot of folks say. Oh, they did an electoral college because they knew the average person didn't know who to vote for. No. No, folks. That's not why they did that. They did that to equal the playing field. So that every state had the ability to weigh in on an election. And that's what those electors would do. It was a great system. It still is a great system. But we better not screw it up. And if some, th th there was somebody wanting to come on air to promote the national popular vote, no, I'm not interviewing them. Sorry. Even though I could sit here and debate them, wh why would I waste my time on that? I don't believe in it. I'm not going to give any time to that. We're not, I'm not going to promote any way, shape, or form any kind of a national popular vote agenda. So, no, I, th that's an email. When it comes in, I just delete. I don't even respond. Some of you would say, well, that'd be a great debate, John. You, you, could, you, know, you could get on air and set the record straight. If you think for a second I'm going to change their mind or they're going to change my mind, why would I go through that process? They're not changing my mind. No one is ever going to change my mind on a popular vote. I don't care who you are. Not going to happen. Why? Because it's not what our founders wanted. Why do I know that? Go read history. Pretty easy. 
They didn't establish it to begin with. We don't need it now. To me, enough said. Denver IT security is next. And John's going to join us on Thursday, by the way, and really give us a rundown of what you guys can do, even personally, even if you don't own your own business. All of you that use the Internet are vulnerable to all sorts of different things. And by the way, even those of you that don't use the Internet, you're still vulnerable to hackers and scammers and things like that just through your phone, text messages, phone calls, and so on. They are working overtime to steal from you. I don't know how else to say it. If you're a business, they're working overtime to steal from you. Steal your information, steal your data, uh, put some ransomware in to where you've got to pay to get that data extracted. I mean, you name it. They're going to do everything they possibly can to get to you. It happens all of the time. How do I know that? Because I fight it all the time. If I'm fighting it all the time, you guys are as well. So we'll have John on and talk more about that later in the week on how you can protect yourself. In the meantime, you as a business owner need to make sure that you are fully protected. And if you don't know the answer to that, call Denver IT Security now. DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ or KLZradio.com. Keeping your company's email system safe from hackers requires constant vigilance, meaning your staff needs to be kept aware of the signs of this threat. The team at Denver IT Security will customize a program helping to prevent mistakes that could lead to costly email infiltrations. Business email compromise or email hijacking is a growing problem. Hackers log into your email system, read through past conversations, then start a conversation with one of your contacts, pretending to be you. They may send an invoice to be paid through a wire transfer or ask for sensitive information to be provided. By changing some settings in your email software, they keep these conversations hidden so you won't even know it's happening. Some will even change the phone number in your signature, hoping the victims call them, thinking they're calling you. To learn more about this growing threat, schedule a free consultation now at denveritsecurity.com slash KLZ. Golden Eagle Financial, as I said last hour, don't forget, Al has a great seminar coming up where really he's just going to sit down, feed you dinner, and talk about some of the things he can help you with, and he'll provide that dinner at Ruth Chris Steakhouse. The 26th of this month, Tuesday night, 6.30 to 8 o'clock, get registered for that. I don't know how many slots are open. Call and find out, 303-744-1128 or klzradio.com. A trustworthy advisor who's well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Affordable interest mortgage. We heard from the gals at KNR Home Transition that, boy, make sure that you've got all your mortgage stuff dialed in prior to looking at a home, and I cannot stress that enough. And that's where Kurt Rogers can help you. We'll hear from him here in about a half an hour on what's going on in the mortgage world. 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? 
Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001 and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Soren is calling in. Soren, welcome. How are you, sir? Hello. I was just going to tell you, since you were talking about an hour ago, how uh, you as a radio station have to deal with bad cell service. Yes. Well, they make this little device called a cell booster, which takes a uh, cell signal and makes it higher quality, so you get more bars on your phone in a low cell service area. You know what, Soren? Send me a link on that when you get a chance, and I'll check it out. Okay. I would love to. Thank you for that tip. Appreciate it very much, Soren. Uh, my son Richard joining us now. Richard, what's going on? Oh, not a lot. Just uh, another Monday, another 100 degrees here. Because of climate change, don't you forget it. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, so so much so that's that, right. uh, yeah, I uh, talked about that a little earlier. All right, real quick before we go on, Fauci. I didn't have a chance to talk to you about this, but Charlie sent me an article where Fauci has said that when Biden's term is over, so is he. Yeah, he plans. It. Isn't it funny how that's going to kind of coincide with uh, Biden leaving office? It's almost just maybe too good to be true for Mr. Fauci, I mean, Dad, the more the numbers come out and the more that people actually see, I mean, outside of, you know, hardcore left and the media, which I guess is the hardcore left, people realize that what Fauci was peddling yep. was just that, right? He was a snake oil salesman, right? And, and, yep. and he, you can see it just through his financials and through his numbers and all of these different things. And it's unfortunate that most of the American people, and I'll be honest, I was one of them for a while because I was one of the guys that sat and waited for, for Fauci to come up you know, with President Trump and, and debrief us and kind of, you know, went when he was saying that. But then, obviously, the more that you looked into it and the more the numbers and how the 15 days or the 14 days to slow the spread turned into 14 months and before long it's going to be 14 years and all of the other stuff going on. So, yeah, I just think it's a little bit too coincidental that Mr. Fauci's leaving after his protector is going to be uh, likely out yep. of office. But yep. I guess we remain to be we'll, – we'll wait and see. Uh, and, and I've got some stuff on Burks, even I was going to talk about a little bit later, and I'll get into that more on Thursday with, uh, of course, Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House as well. But, no, everything you just said, Richard, spot on. And, again, I'll, I'll get into more of that. But, yeah, I thought it was very interesting that he's, of course, made that announcement. It's almost like, oh, the folks that are going to – it's also weird. So, you know, folks that are going to protect me are now going to be gone, which is also weird, Richard. It's almost like, wait a minute, is he predicting he's gone in two years or six? My gut feeling is he thinks he's gone in two. Well, he, he said he after at the end of Biden's first term, and I think he specifically said 
first term because, of course, he doesn't want to say the end of Biden's term. Uh-huh. So, of course, he said first term, which, again, would be 2024. But you don't – I don't know that. To me, in the position he's in, he has got such a cake job. He has increased his publicity and worth even beyond what it was just because of the, the, the media has latched on to gospel as anything that this guy says. So, no, to me, it is the end of the first term or what mm-hmm. he's calling the first term. But, again, as we all know and what's going on, as long as conservatives don't screw it up, yeah, uh, you know, it's agreed. likely to be his own term. So. Which, speaking of which, there's a change coming. And I don't want to mean this is in a political way, but, you know, it could be. And, and let me explain. And you read this as well. Younger people are abandoning streaming services to save money. Now, what will they replace that with is probably going to be a bigger question. But you and I both know, Richard, that there's also a lot of of news type items, political, you know, things along those lines. E- even some of the TV shows and movies that that Hollywood just throws things into. If these young people are not going to be streaming some of those things so that they can save some money, what are they going to be watching? And it will and will that affect how they look at things politically speaking down the road? Well, and yes, you're already seeing it, right? You're seeing it with local news media doesn't hardly get watched, right? The only thing, honestly, the only reason I have local channels is so that I can watch the NFL um, when it comes to uh, the fall, right? Because that's about the only way mm-hmm. that you can watch. You know, there's other streaming ways and, and some other stuff, which I know you know I'll talk about in just a second. But, yeah, my generation and even younger than my generation, they don't get their news from traditional sources. They don't go to CNN's website. Of course, they don't go to Fox News' website. They don't go to any of these. They hear something on TikTok or they read something on Twitter. or Again, not even Facebook anymore, right? They'll say, they'll say Facebook is for old people. But, you know, Instagram, someone shares a story. That's how media – and honestly, that it's, it's the beauty and yet the terrifying thing of, of our world, right? Something that – such as that, you know, the, the poor girl that got raped in Ohio, right? And, and that whole story that happened. Mm-hmm. Something like that takes off because, again, the news media and some of these smart news media, they push it on their social media platforms like they should, and it takes off. But then the corrections aren't made in the same manner – and so then you're left with different news. So it'll be interesting. Honestly, Dad, I think that, and here's the other difference, though. When it comes to politics and, and elections and things like that, my the younger you are, the less likely you are to vote, right? It's just a fact mm-hmm. because you just don't think that things affect you. True. And it's not until you start getting older, and let's be honest, you start paying more in taxes and that sort of thing, where you start becoming more involved in your government because you start to see the effects of it now. You taught me at a young age, again, of course, I voted as soon as I could, right? 2018 was the first, or sorry, yeah, no, not 2018, sorry, um, 20, 2000, what did that have been? 2010 was the first election that I was able to vote in. I think it, that was um, midterms that year, but I was able to vote in it, and, and I did, right? And I think that a lot of people, or a lot of kids my age, similar to driving a car, right, Dad? They just don't necessarily see the value in it. In fact, your note of streaming, and it kind of is coming full circle, I think it's, it's fascinating what some of these streaming providers are doing, right? You're seeing some of them increase their cost of membership, i.e. Netflix, you know, Disney mm-hmm. with ESPN, mm-hmm. some of these others. And I think, again, my generation is looking at it saying, I don't need to watch that sort of thing. And, and now I think people are understanding why TV companies for so long locked you into a two-year contract. That's right. right? <laughs> That's right. Because, because 
They it's the only way they could. Ke- that's the way they kept subscribers. Is they they they'd give you you know, some sort of equipment for free, or if you did some sort of an upgrade, if you made any kind of a programming change, it just re. It's like a cell phone company. They just locked you in. It's how they kept you as a customer. Well, that model has changed immensely. Well, and it, <coughs> excuse me, and it is, and I think that it's interesting that you actually look at the full cycle of all of these um, different, uh, I, I guess, different uh, new new ways of looking at it, right? So cable got so expensive for a while there that everyone started dropping cable and going to streaming. And then now it seems like it's been the exact opposite where streaming is getting so expensive that people are now dropping that and going back to cable, right? Mm -hmm. Because they feel like they get a better package or whatever else it is. You know, you and I have talked about different ideas and and different ways of of companies getting in. And and, and it's still, there's still not a company, Dad, that has figured out the streaming thing to a T, right? Netflix benefited and Disney from the pandemic, right? Because people were staying at home. They were binge-watching shows, watching lots and lots and lots of, you know, you know TV series, old, old series, new series, right? I think the show um, Manifest, right? I think it made a comeback on Netflix because so many people watched it. But these are cyclical things, right? And then now that obviously people are out and about, we're in summertime, you have less and less that. So no streaming company has yet figured out how to completely engulf someone into their model and, and sustain them like cable companies and satellite companies mm-hmm. have for years right mm-hmm. now because they're all hemorrhaging subscribers Great. and I, I guess the question and i haven't talked about this the question i would pose to you is not giving away any ideas or anything but how does a streaming company keep a keep someone because because the the cost to to produce content is pretty it comes becomes prohibitive at some point. Right, it? right. No, I I fully agree. No, that's probably another another. Uh, that's probably a whole segment we could do at some point here in the future on that whole end of things. Because again, I am one where I do feel like politically speaking, that's going to have an effect. Even on the advertisement side of things, it's going to have an effect. I mean, you wonder, just kind of tongue in cheek here. You know, what are the Kyle Clark's of the of the world going to do when he's no longer got his sixty five year old liberal you know viewer that's able to watch him? I mean, what, what's a guy like? Kyle Clark going to do when there's no one left to watch him? Well, it's why you're seeing a push, Dad, from local media to, to state exactly that, right? They're saying, well, you know, support your local media. So, you know, that's why local news matters and so on and so forth. And it does, but again, I think that people are realizing that they can get that information without watching the local newscast, right? At, not, at you know, at mm-hmm. 6 o'clock or, or 5 o'clock or whatever it is. And let's be honest. We all turned off the local news because it was just doom and gloom, and it still yeah, sort of is. That's doom right, and gloom. hasn't changed. They had their way. That's right. All right, I know we got some car reviews I want to do here in a moment. Let's take a break. We'll come back and do that. Absolute electrical heating and air is coming up next. And folks, they want to take care of all of your needs around the house when it comes to HVAC and electrical. And the quiet, cool system right now, $300 off, and it does help immensely and will pay for itself. Again, klzradio.com or call direct 720 Reduce your energy costs with a quiet cool fan installation from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Because quiet cool homes don't reheat as quickly as homes without the system, your quiet cool fan reduces the dependence on air conditioning. When your home stays cool, you don't waste as much energy trying to keep it that way. Your new quiet cool fan also uses 90% less energy than running AC throughout the day, which helps with the bills too. The U.S. Department of Energy called the Quiet Cool Whole House Fan the most cost-efficient way to cool your home. Take advantage of the cool mornings and give your AC and wallet a rest this summer. Pull up to 50 degrees out of your house with a Quiet Cool system installation from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 
Schedule your comfort evaluation with a trusted expert at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Jody said, called these folks up to see about getting some equipment to help with an off-site meeting. What a surprise. It is so rare these days when someone exceeds your every expectation, but BES sure did. While the item I needed wasn't something they normally deal in, they called around, found a solution, and then called me back. Then, when we were talking through the pricing, they said, you know what, pay it forward. We've got you on this one. If you are looking for a business that tries hard for their customers and still believes in old-fashioned business values, you needn't shop further. This is it. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. An absentee-owned business is better than one you need to work every day. When it comes time to sell your company, the potential buyer doesn't want to have to work there. They want it to run itself. You need to think about your future and the future of your company. When you're a small business owner, you keep big business in check. You're a vital part of the local and national economy. Your responsibility as a small business owner is to be an active participant in the planning of your business. If you don't know how to plan for the future, that's okay. Call John Rush. He can show you how to make your business more profitable or even sellable, if that's the plan. Email John at RushMediaInc.com for a free one-hour consultation. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And my son Richard and I both drove a couple of vehicles recently. I thought we'd make really good comparisons, Richard. I have the opportunity to drive one of these. You had the opportunity to actually drive both of them to make a really good comparison. So let's start with this. Let's let's review the Lexus LX600 to start with, and we'll move into the one that I think somewhat compares. Not fully, but there is some comparison. But start with the the LX600, if you would. Absolutely. So this is basically the as close as we're going to get to the Land Cruiser dad without the name, right? right. The Toyota removed the Land Cruiser from the U.S. They still sell it across the world, have made some nice enhancements. And so they've essentially kind of put, and it, and it always was. It was right. It was kind of the fancy Land Cruiser, even the Land Cruiser was, was fancy in its own right. But it's completely redesigned for 2022. It replaces the, few, the, the previous LX570, and it's got a new engine, right, Dad? It's got the twin uh, turbo a V6 underneath the hood, and I think it's twin turbo. But what yeah, it is. Call it? Turbo no, it is truck. twin turbo V6. You're correct. Yep, the so 3.4 liter V6, 409 horsepower, which is compared to the four, to the old V8. Fuel economy was not as impressive as you'd expect, Dad. With a turbo, you were right around 16, 17 miles per gallon. It says you can get up to almost 22 on the highway, but I'll be honest, I, I did not necessarily achieve that. However, when you're paying $107,000 for a car, which is the, to the level that ours, our, the car we drove was, I'm not sure you're super concerned about fuel prices. So Good outside point. of that, it's got some a brand new um, infotainment display, a part of Toyota's new system touchscreen nice big display really works well it's got another center display that shows you all of your climate control settings and your off-road settings your vehicle height 
all sorts of cool stuff like that. Um, and, and they've uh, it's still got a third row. Um, it now folds flat. Some of the old LXs kind of popped up. And that they've finally gotten rid of the dual tailgate. Good. Right, where half of it opens up. I hated up that thing, by the way. I'm with you. So it finally opens up all in one fell swoop. Okay. Um, there's not a whole lot of room behind the third row. So I'll be honest, I don't compare it to, you know, a Tahoe or a Yukon or, you know, even an Expedition from Ford in that mm-hmm. regard. It's not quite that big. It's a little bit smaller and you can feel it when you get inside of it. But it's got some nice features, right? It's got an ice box on the inside, Dad. And really the big improvements are, are underneath the hood. Um, it still feels a little bit kind of boaty driving down the road, but again, it's a nice big SUV, sits you above the rest of them. So if you're in the market for that large luxury SUV, I think you should check it out. Again, I would definitely compare it to some other models, but we enjoyed it, and I enjoyed driving that. It was a fun car to drive. It was a nice car to drive. The family enjoyed it, was able to fit um, three kids in the back without too much of an issue. So if folks want to learn more about it, head to our local Lexus dealer, test drive it, get their families in it, and when they do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent them. All right, another vehicle that we both were in, and it doesn't compare exactly to the LX600, although uh, the Land Rover you know, nameplate has some vehicles that do. This happened to be the Defender 110, so it's the four-door version of the Defender. They make a two-door version of that as well. They make the Land Rover Defender now in multiple different configurations. I mean, everything, Richard, from you know pretty low scale to all the way up into the low 100s. This has been a very, very hot vehicle for Land Rover. People waited uh, for years, basically, for them to come out with the Defender again. I think the last year they made it was 1997. They quit importing them into the U.S., so there are people that have been waiting for the Defender for a very, very long time. And I will tell you, my own first impressions, Richard, is I think they did a really good job. I had a lot of family members in it. They liked it. I will tell you that it's the version we drove felt a little, you know, plasticky, but I know why they did that because this is a true off-road vehicle as well, and it gives you the ability to not mess things up, interior speaking, when you're doing a lot of that hardcore off-roading and so on, so it's still fairly easy to clean as far as the interior. And yet, with all of that sort of plasticky feel, still very luxurious, quiet, and actually a really great vehicle to drive, and I was surprised at the fuel economy and how well this thing drove with just a V6 engine. Yeah, it felt, I'll be honest that it felt peppier than the when we just drove from from uh, Toyota and Lexus, right? With a with a turbocharged V6. This is not turbocharged, but how I they thought it was. It, by the way, Richard, I mean, I had to really, I had to look at the Monroni, had to call you and say, and I'd open the hood. Is there a is there a turbo? Because this thing runs well enough, you'd swear it had one. Correct. And I had to tell you, Dad, no, it doesn't have one. It does. And then I said, no, the only available, which is new for this year, Dad, is they do have a supercharged V8, which, again, if you want to spend in the low hundreds, I know we've we've driven that engine before, or similar engines, I should say, from Land Rover. And they are fantastic. They run really, really well. But I'll be honest, folks, you don't even need to. You don't. You don't. The V6 is fantastic. Agree. It runs really well. And like you said, Dad, you kind of compared it. Land Rover, you can get all sorts of accessories. We could sit here for an entire show and tell you about everything that you could do. It's meant to be a completely off-road capable vehicle from the minute that you buy it from the factory. It's got some weighting sensors in it. It's got some different um, incline sensors. And, you know, if you need to know how tall you are, if you're going to hit that tree branch or not, all sorts of cool things that way. And, again, honestly, for a relatively decent price set. So it really is kind of a nice fit at the price it is, which was about the $70,000 range. 
again, kind of in that luxury sport uh, class of car. Uh, agreed. And again, one of, one of those that to me was very surprising. I actually have two coaching clients that owned uh, these vehicles, so I was I was really anxious to actually get in it and drive it because uh, I I know the individuals that bought them. They're pretty particular individuals, and once I drove it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I I can actually see why somebody put their name on this thing and waited. And again, this vehicle for everybody listening comes. Uh, you know, fairly stripped down. You can get it in the mid-60s, and it goes all the way up into roughly the 115, 120 range, depending upon how you want to equip it, V6, V8, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, Richard, I mean, this is a vehicle that actually, surprisingly enough, even my wife said, yeah, this is a vehicle we could own and drive, and I would feel very comfortable in it. She's not super tall, so she, you know, vehicles for her is a very specific thing where she has to feel comfortable driving it. This happened to be one where, you know, you and I and Walt being even larger you know, large men can get it and drive it, or somebody that's only 5'4 can drive it? Absolutely. It's got a nice wide range to it. It really is. Again, and folks know the Defender, right, from years and years of it being there. I would encourage folks, if you're interested or even curious, get out, test drive it, get your friends in it, get your family in it, um, and, and see if you like it. And then when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you. All right, last but not least, I've got a couple of minutes left, and I didn't want to go short on this, but I will be honest with you. This is a, a vehicle. It's an Infiniti QX60. Richard, you've driven these in the past. This is actually just a fancy Pathfinder, and I'm sorry, Infiniti, I don't ditz on too many cars, but I'll tell you, Richard, there's really not, for me personally, not a lot to love in this vehicle. It's a nice vehicle. It's luxurious. They've spaced things out well interior-wise, but to me, it's just... I don't know, Richard. I hate to say this, but I really felt like I was in the ultimate mom car. Nothing in it made me say, yeah, this is a car I just want to go out tomorrow and buy. I mean, my wife liked it. It was luxurious as far as that goes. But nothing in it said, buy me to me personally. What do you think? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? I think it's the kind of the luxury mom car of the Pathfinder, right? So if you're like the Pathfinder, but maybe you want a few more luxury features, you want that Infinity badging, I would highly recommend that you at least research it and see if it's something that you like um but if you're looking for a peppy or you know something to really blow you away that's not what this car is that nor is it meant to be right it's meant to be kind of the grocery getter kid mover that sort of a thing but it is kind of in that mid-size suv it's also not larger you know like the qx80 uh and some of the other vehicles in the segment not nor the nor is it meant to be again it's supposed to be in that kind of mid-size suv luxury segment you bet and again uh, to richard well said I'll give us some kudos for that. I, I hate to just ditz on the car. Price point on this car, I will give us some credit there. You can buy this car, f- you know, really, really decked out for 60K, but really started about 45K. So to get into a luxury SUV, I'll give it some credit there. Again, just me personally, this is not a vehicle that excites me. I think it's getting a little old in the tooth, by the way. Again, it is just a fancy Pathfinder. Uh, you got to go check it out, though. Do that at your local Infinity dealer. When you do, tell them that John and Richard Rush, both from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason, sent you. Richard, that pretty much catches us up. I, I know we've got other things to do as well, but again, we'll get you back on again. I think we need to talk more about this whole where are things headed in the TV platform. That's an interesting conversation. We should probably just devote a couple of segments to here in the not-too-distant future. Absolutely. Yeah, let's just do it. Right. We need to, yeah, spend a couple couple, couple segments on it. All right. Sure. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Bruce Simmons is up next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. Talk to Bruce today. Anything you've got, he'd love to talk with you. 303-467-7821.
Your parents think you want their house when they die, but you don't care about the house. You just want your parents to be financially secure in retirement. Call KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, today. Tell them about your parents' situation. Then, set up a meeting so you can all talk together. You know, a lot of seniors hesitate to look into reverse mortgages because they think their kids want the house, but they've never actually asked their kids. The truth is, you don't want the house. You'd much rather make sure your parents can live comfortably in their home for years to come. Plus, your parents can still leave you the house with a reverse mortgage. Sure, some of the equity may be used up, but just like with any other mortgage, all of the remaining equity goes to the heirs when the homeowners pass away. Don't let your parents make financial decisions based on false information. Call Bruce Simmons today, 303-467-7821. Ask him about a reverse mortgage for your mom and dad. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. And for all of you listening, I know a lot of you are Drive Radio listeners as well. And even if you're not, you still want to know about cars, what to buy. All of our reviews, by the way, are up uh, and does a great job of categorizing those and putting them up on the website as well. They're literally at their own link right there on RushToReason.com and Drive-Radio.com. But all of these apply to even those of you looking at used vehicles as well. We've been reviewing cars now since 2008. So if there's a car you're thinking about buying, chances are we've driven it and or have owned one. So let me know if you ever ever have a question along those lines. Hour three is next. Kurt Rogers will join me here at the top of the hour. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.